Blog Talk Radio. Kettle and red wine uh, step on my parade. I had the mic first. 
And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my turn. Oh, I'm going to say. I don't know what number to call. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, call us at 914-803-4306. 803-4306. And press 1. And press 1 to be put into the queue. And uh, say what you have to say. You can read up what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject to your own. We're, we're, we're easy. We're liberal. We're easy. Eastern time. Eastern time. We're here at 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights at uh, 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. West Coast. And uh, what, maybe 7 o'clock in the mountains? Or <laughs> in the, yeah, 7 in the mountains. Uh, around Michigan. Central. Michigan and New Orleans and all that. We're like an hour back. Yeah. But 9 o'clock on the East Coast. 915 time. Uh, 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 time, 915. Don't be late when you listen up. It's 9 o'clock on the dot. That's right. Every Friday night. We'll see you there. Goodbye. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One your host, Papa D.M. Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay, let's see. We, Oh, wait a minute. We got a caller on the board. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the lines and see what the folks have to say. Caller, welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead with your comment. Hey, how y'all doing this evening? Hey, how we're you? doing great. Good, good, good. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays, Happy holidays. to you, too. Okay. Have y'all been drinking any red wine? <laughs> not I. No, not tonight. <laughs> why not? I mean, you got red wine there. Why not have any red wine tonight? Okay. No, we got a different cocktail tonight. We got a Philadelphia <laughs> Fish House Punch tonight. Well, the yeah. thing I want to know, what is the cocktail for tonight? Kettle, <laughs> break it down. <laughs> somebody better break I know one guy daggone thing Somebody better break it down Yeah Y'all want the uh, cocktail of the week for the night already? I want to get know what the they cocktail want. of the week is Oh, okay All right The cocktail <laughs> of the week is Week, week, week <laughs> The Philadelphia yeah. Fish House Punch So we'll talk about that oh, a little okay. later That sounds good that sounds like okay. That sounds like a holiday punch. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. All right. Well, what okay. about Mr. Trump? I want to know one thing. What about Mr. Trump? What do y'all have to say about him? Mm. Uh, too much. Don't everybody speak at one time. We know his days are numbered. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. For sure. So I want to know one thing. What do y'all have to say about the man named Trump? He getting ready to go out. We got he got twenty one days, and they're gonna walk his ass up out of there. You right, I'm, I'm gonna be the driver. They're gonna, they gonna walk him up out of there, or they're gonna kick his ass up out of there. <laughs> uh, that's what they gonna do. Yeah. So we gonna get into in some the of our countdown has shows. begun. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Oh, so I, this is, this is all I have to say. I'm saying Supreme Court smackdown. That's what I'm saying. All right. And it, and it already happened. All right. Yes. Now I'm going to ask you one more question, and I'm going to let you go to your next call. 
Okay. And I want you to listen to this question. I want you to listen to this question, and I want you to understand this question very well. Okay, pay attention. What type of president do you think Mr. Trump was in the four years that he ran this country or was supposed to be running the country? Mm. Horrible. Piss poor. <laughs> we didn't have a president. He was never president. Raggedy. Raggedy. Uh, <laughs> was he one of the worst presidents that we have ever had, or was he the worst president? The worst. Uh, he has to no be the worst. For me. <laughs> or in the top. <laughs> I am satisfied with all the answers that were above. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> now, right. May y'all have a Merry Christmas, and we will talk at a later date, and may God bless each and every one of you. Now, we're going to continue listening to the show. Right. This is All Albert right. and Tyrone. All right. Take care. This is Albert and Tyrone. All right. Thank we're going to continue listening to the show. Of course, sir. Continue okay. to listen All to right. the show. We love All you right. guys. Thank you. Love you, too. All right. We will All right. We will catch Thank up with you guys. Other very soon. They're trying to talk. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Hang in there with us. We're getting ready to get into some stuff right now, so hang with us. Oh, okay. okay. Here we go. Be ready right. for it. All right. Fire in the hole. Kettle, you up first. <laughs> All right. The Supreme Court, we were talking about Donald Trump. We're going to get into Trump. And this is one of the first topics. The Supreme Go Court rejects Texas and Trump's bid to overturn the election. All right. So today, they rejected a bid from Texas Attorney General, supported by Donald Trump. I don't know why. To block the ballot of millions of voters to um, in the battleground states that went in favor of President-elect Joe Biden. It goes on to say the court's order issued with no uh, public dissent to dismiss the challenge is the strongest indictment, yet that Trump has no chance of overturning election results in court. So the electoral college will, yep, they will convene Monday to affirm Biden's win. Yes, finally, finally. He didn't have to concede. They're going to say he won. Um. There you go. It goes on to say each of the four battleground states targeted by the lawsuit, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Matter of fact, Georgia, they counted three times. I remember hearing that. Um, yes. They issued blistering uh, briefs on Thursday with Pennsylvania officials going so far as to call the effort uh, a sedious abuse of the judicial process. I agree. Um, and still, several Republican lawmakers in Washington slammed the basis of the suit, citing um, federalism concerns and saying Texas shouldn't have a say in how other states hold their elections. What is wrong with these damn Republicans? Something is really wrong with them. <laughs> they don't want to let go. Um, That's the problem. I, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh Supreme Court said it, they have spoken, so shut the hell up. <laughs> Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's why I call it the Supreme Court Smackdown. Yeah, but I mean, your boy forty-five. He he think it's something higher than that. I guess. The only person higher than that is God. So we're gonna do fight with him. 
<laughs> the devil fighting with God? <laughs> I'm sure he would try it. I, I'm quite sure he would. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, uh, so is yeah, this the end the of it now? Is it over? And that's what they're saying. The fat lady has sung. The Supreme Court is the fat lady, so she has sung. So uh, Donald Trump needs to listen and go to hell on. So yeah, Monday. The basis of that. So Monday is the day when the electoral college is supposed to do their thing. The fourteenth. That's yep. correct. That's Monday. That's, okay. Yep. Yep. They gonna put the hammer down. That's it. So please. Yep. Put it on Trump's head. Well, Trump supporters are gathering in D.C. tomorrow for a rally. Oh no! Here we go. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be all over the city. So how's your wife? That's how's crazy. your kids? Because yeah. mm-hmm. those maggots. Those MAGAs are coming up into the city. Make America great again. They're selling red hats for $4. <laughs> mm-mm, so. mm-mm. And look, they saying also in this article, they say Clarence Thomas, y'all butt boy, uh, and mm. Samuel Alito um, said they would have allowed the case to be filed but would grant no other relief. So I'm like, okay, butt boy, he's, he's on his side. Yeah, I know, I know. We would think it would be somebody else, not Clarence Thomas, but that's what he does. So. Clarence yeah. Thomas probably takes a milk bath every night, hoping he'll wake up white. Mm, milk bath. <laughs> oh, woo! He's a watermelon man. Mm. <laughs> yep. He wished. Mm, he wished. Mm, 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 mm. That was a good one. Yeah, watermelon, watermelon man. man. There you go. That's so pathetic. Yeah, it is. So what was exactly. up with all of those? What was up with all of those uh, hundred and some odd Congress people, or whatever they are, representatives or something, that signed some kind of document saying that we're behind the president? And what what, what was all that about? They getting broke off on that money that he that he got to yeah. that he's getting contributed to his campaign. He he promised all of them ten million apiece. That mm-hmm. way he ain't got to carry all that money up out of here. Them people have. That number is up to almost three hundred million dollars. Trump supporters have given Trump money toward his, um, what is it, election election turnover campaign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. Trump done collected by now, and he's just fronting mm-hmm. the game to justify that money. And all the poor white mm-hmm. trash jokers that are sending that. Now these jokers, poor as church mice, living in a fucking uh, trailer park, and you send money to Donald Trump. You crazy as hell. You ain't got no money your goddamn self. I tell you what. But he got some big donors too, like that crazy uh my pillow guy. Oh. He sends yeah. millions and millions yeah, of dollars Mr. My to pillow. Kick Trump's behind. I can get a pillow at damn Walmart. Fuck him. <laughs> I know about, that's right. He told you can wash and dry my pillows. You could always wash and dry a damn pillow. Yeah. What the hell's new about that? He tripping. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. All right. You got any more on that one, Kettle? No, that was it. Believe it, believe it. That's all, folks. (laughs) Oh, I just want to add one more thing. Sources say that Melania has been packing for weeks now, making moves, (laughs) working with her decorators to redo some stuff down at Mm Mar-a-Lago. She is trying to get the hell up out of that White House. She want a condo. She said, this is too much house anyway. She's she trying to get up out of there. Oh, yeah. She, so she guess, didn't want to go. Yeah. Now she's itching to go. 
So she saw the handwriting on the wall probably from day one mm-hmm. that they don't want us here. We got here by luck, and now Trump's doing a bunch of stupid stuff, so our days are numbered. So anyway, that's all. All right. Um, I got another one for you. This whole thing about Facebook. You remember when uh, Bell Atlantic, what's it called? Atlantic Bell, right? Bell Atlantic. Bell That's what it was, Bell Atlantic. You remember when Bell Atlantic got broken up because the government decided that it was a monopoly? You know, that one company should not have all of the telephone service, whatever. So now the government has decided that Facebook is a monopoly. And at first I was like, how is Facebook a monopoly? But turns out Facebook has been buying up other companies and putting them all under their umbrella. And now the federal government and 46 state attorneys, so you got 46 states that are saying, yeah, we agree. Um, They are now suing Facebook, saying that they're using illegal tactics to maintain dominance in social media. So it's led by uh, New York State's Attorney, Letitia James. She's saying that Facebook has squashed potential rivals by buying up the competitors and closing off their platform to developers of apps. So I guess if you have an app that needs to connect to one of Facebook's subsidiaries, you can't because it's, you know, the, the part that you need to be able to access to connect. They shut it down. If you're not with them, you're not getting in. Mm. So it goes on to talk about how, you know, for nearly 10 years, Facebook has been using their dominance and monopoly power to crush their rivals at the expense of the users. I don't know exactly how the users are being affected that way, but that's what they claim in the lawsuit. So uh, you got 46 states, like I said, including the District of Columbia, Guam, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina. Oh, wait a minute. The District of Columbia, Guam, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and South Dakota did not join in on this lawsuit. So everybody else did. Um, so, you know, that's that's pretty much what they're saying. So they own um, Instagram and WhatsApp. And they're trying to get some other approvals for future mergers. But they purchased Instagram for $1 billion and $19 billion deal for WhatsApp back in 2014 just to eliminate the competitors. Those companies still exist, so I guess they just bought them out and continued for those apps to run, but now they just own them. So... You know, Mark Zuckerberg, he sounds like a robot when he talks, poor thing. But he's just sitting up there every time Congress calls him up to testify, talking about, well, that is not the case. No, that's not what we were trying to do. There is not a monopoly. You know, we're doing, you know, he tries to sound like that's not what's up. But the reality is what it is. If you bought these smaller companies just so that you could squash the competition, I do believe that is the dictionary definition for monopoly. You know, when you play the monopoly game, you got to get all three colors, right, to get a monopoly. 
Is that not right? Mm-hmm. I mean, am I confused? That's, that's true. Yeah, you're right, Red <laughs> When you play the game of Monopoly and you buy property, when you get all three colors of any particular mm-hmm. property, whether it's the purple ones, Monopoly. the green ones, the yellow ones, the orange ones, when you own all three, that's called a monopoly. All three with hotels, you know, houses. No, I'm hotels. saying it's a monopoly when you have all three properties. Right. And when you develop Except them, two. you know, that's when you get your Except houses two. and your hotels. But as long as you own them all, right, when you own them all, that means you own all right. of that particular if you property. Get, if you got Park Place and Boardwalk, you really can Well, that's a high-end property. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's what's going on. That's, that's what's going on with Facebook. Wow. So we'll see what happens. Well, you, you know, know, just to comment on that for a minute myself, let me, let me put my two cents on here on Facebook. Okay. I think a lot of people <laughs> sometimes sell their own souls to Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, I've looked up and seen Facebook where they got mom and daddy and a whole goddamn family on there. They, they got everything they own on there. They got everything they live for on there. It's like they connect. What's it, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's one thing. But y'all got to be aware that Big Brother's watching you. And you really can't expose your ass but too much, you know. You gotta give a little bit. People put their whole business on there and everything on there. And everything you put on there, you know, Facebook is holding you down. Mm-hmm. You know, and you rely on it then Facebook Live. And I'm not just talking about just regular people, I'm talking about businesses and everything else. And once you're giving yourself to somebody else, they're they're taken from you. Because now they control you in some sense because your business is linked to it, your family, your friends, and everything you do is linked to it. That's why you talk about older people sometimes or people that are more not so much in the computer. Talk about them like a dog. But at least they don't got uh, or don't have, excuse my English, they don't have, you know, big brother all up their ass either. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and sometimes you got to stop stop being so, you know, let me just let the computer Run my, my, my life, you know. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about it a little later in uh, what's popping the situation uh, on a job that they did for a secret Santa where you mm-hmm. let the computer run the whole thing. We'll get into that, which would be crazy as hell. But um, I think that people should take a, a second look at when you see Facebook taking over, how much did you give Facebook? How much are they in your in your pocket? You know, everything that's free is not always good, you know. I still have AOL as my, my uh, you know, my web page because, and I pay for it every month. All this stuff is free, Hotmail and Yahoo and all that. Yeah, it's free, right. They're free to screw you like they want to. But AOL is, you know, it's old as hell, but it's, I pay for it anyway. And you don't think they sell your information? I didn't say they didn't. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I, I didn't say asking. that. I didn't say that, but I have more control okay. over them. It's not, well, it's not, like I said, it, they all got gimmicks. Yeah, they do. But at least, you know. Whether it's free or whether you pay for it, they got know, gimmicks. I think that Facebook, I mean, uh, well, 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 I won't elaborate on that. We'll move on. Well, okay. Well, let me, anyway. Let me, let, me, let me just say this, and I'll get a soapbox, that that was a big TikTok. Because I guess Facebook is kind of monopolizing and they getting your information. And it's like, uh, like Papa said, I guess it's like the window was open in your home, you know, um, mm-hmm. dealing with Facebook. Uh, you can be on something else. Um, I'm not sure if they own Snapchat or something else. But I, like Papa said, it's linked to whatever else they have. Um, because, yeah. you know, when you, when you go on Facebook, it says, okay, do you want to go by Facebook, by your email, by this, by that? They own all of that, so exactly. You know, it's just something to think about. But uh, yeah, all right, it's the next one. 
What you got, Pop? Hmm. I got uh, this was a gentleman that was uh, executed um, here recently. His name was um, Brandon Bernard, a uh, gentleman uh, that uh, it was a case at least 20 years ago where they killed this uh, religious uh, couple. But anyway, let me, let me read on the story a little bit. Uh, looks like the Trump administration on Thursday night carried out its uh, ninth federal execution of the year and the first during a presidential lame duck period in 130 years, putting to death a, uh, a Texas uh, street gang member for his role. Now, his role now, for example, he wasn't the one that actually killed the people, but he was, he was involved in the whole situation. Okay, four more... Um, Federal executions, including one Friday, are planned in the week before President-elect uh, Joe, Joe uh, Biden takes his inauguration. Anyway, the case of um, Brandon uh, Bernard, who received a lethal injection, okay, of uh, what do they call that stuff? Uh, Funabatical, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. This is like a long 13-letter word. Funabatical inside of a death chamber. Mm. At a U.S. prison in uh, Indiana, you know, that birthplace of the KKK. Anyway, um, was a rare execution of a person who was uh, in his teens when the crime was uh, committed. So this happened 20 years later. Anyway, several high-figured, in, high-figured people, including TV star uh, Kim Kardashian West, had appealed to President Donald Trump to commute his sentence uh, to life in prison. Witnesses looking on from uh, behind the glass barrier, the 40-year-old Bernard was pronounced dead at 9.27 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Thursday night. Wow. All right? Okay, Bernard uh, directed his last words to the family of the couple he killed. He spoke with a striking calm for someone who knew that he was about to die. He said, I'm sorry. He said, uh, lifting his head. Lifting his head and looking at the witnesses in in the room and, and, and through the glass window in front of them, uh, that the only words that he can say that he's completely sorry about what happened. He didn't mean to do it and didn't mean to participate in such a heinous crime. Mm. Anyway, the case uh, prompted calls for Trump to intervene, including from uh, one prosecutor at his uh, 2000 trial when they uh, they claimed it was racial bias and all that. They called it a hate crime and all that. So it it, it really carried a lot of weight. But uh, what had happened is that after they were killed, he was the one that uh, set them on fire. The other people claimed when they confessed, they started confessing against each other, uh-huh. as they do. And when they pulled them apart, they all said that uh, Bernard was the one that lit the fire in the car after they killed him to burn the body and get rid of evidence and all that. So it was just a case that in Indiana, four black guys, and everybody just rat on each other. They, nobody had any problem. But you say they were. Te- he was a teenager when this a te- happened. Teenager, yeah. So, wow. You know, and it, we never have proper representation or anything like that. It doesn't it doesn't take uh, the place for what had, what happened? But you know, um, I guess people should have their uh, their ability to uh, defend themselves in some degree. But they were just, you know, from the very beginning, they had no leg to stand on. And I guess Trump, with his all the people in Indiana that, and like I said, his birthplace of the KKK, and as much as uh, Kim Kardashian was had Trump's ear when it came to setting that woman free that was selling those drugs. Okay, you yeah. killing people every day. How much? How much does drugs fuck up families and stuff like that? So, in my opinion, like, right. what, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Uh, drugs can destroy 
two or three generations of families if it gets if it gets deeply rooted in the family like that. But I'm not, but I'm I'm speaking everything hypothetically. I'm not saying anything is better than anything or what have you. But uh, but apparently Trump didn't want to be a part of this here situation. And I guess may have been due to the election and all that jazz. He's pissed off at a lot of stuff. He's been on the golf course instead of paying attention to the damn country and whatever. His fat ass is doing everything but what he's supposed to be doing at this point. He's mad as hell. And, you know, so he's able to dictate something that he may be pissed off at. Yeah, go ahead and kill his ass, whatever. You know, who knows what his crazy ass is thinking. But, yeah, the gentleman's name was um, uh, Brandon Bernard and – he was executed uh, Thursday night after a crime that was committed, killing two evangelist people. I don't know if they wandered in their neighborhood or something. Uh, but you know what's but, really messed up about that, aside from the fact that the brother had to die that way, is that Trump has been on like a pardoning kick. He's been pardoning people left and right. So I feel like if you're going to pardon basically all of your folks, and anything that people did around you or had anything to do with you while you were feeling so liberal to pardon folks, why couldn't you have just left this man on death, I mean, on, uh, you know, life in, mm-hmm. in jail? Why, why go ahead and execute him? And there's some more people that are still, you know, supposed to be executed mm-hmm. probably before he's out of office. I think well, it's a about few people in the jury. The jury, a few people that are still around or alive or whatever, mm-hmm. they spoke saying that they that was too harsh of a sentence and they wish they wouldn't have went that hard on him because he just participated in a part of the crime and he wasn't the main person that killed him. You know, he was the one that lit the match to destroy the evidence. But uh, so some of the jury, the jury members said that they wish they would have did life in prison, in prison from the beginning. But, I saw that one interview with one of the jurors. Yeah. Who said that he just felt like, you know, looking back on it looking now, back on it twenty years that he now. wished, you know, he could have responded differently back then. I guess he needed all this time to think about it. I don't know. It's just an unfortunate mm-hmm. situation. So the other people it's about maybe what, seven or eight other people that are on death row that will be executed before Trump is out? Mhm. Not from this trial. This trial. No, not from that trial. Included four people. I think he's the last one to die with this trial. They killed them all. Mm. All four four black men involved in this case, this was the last one, so they're all dead. They made sure they took care of all of them, I guess. But uh, like I said, this was in Indiana, too. So you got to consider the source Mm. of the state and all that jazz. So anyway. Wow. All right, we're going to take a small CC break. Oh, I'm sorry. You got something to say here? No, I was just going to say it's interesting that when you get on death row, you you can be on death row for over 20 years. That's just always oh, yeah. just surprised me. I'm like, okay, you're yeah. on death row. What are you waiting, you're waiting in line because everybody else is before you? I'm, I I don't understand, but, I mean, that's, that's just is how I love work, it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm involved because at that point it goes to state levels when it comes to the government getting involved and how popular your case was. Just like up in Philadelphia, their brother, movie Abul Jamal, who uh, mm-hmm. was accused of killing that cop. The cop, uh, Ferg- uh, Ferguson was his name, that he was accused of killing. And uh, his case, he had so many strong people behind him that, you know, he's able to, I mean, he, he didn't got a lot older now. He's sickly and, and his case still didn't go. So sometimes it depends on people pulling for you that have any kind of validity right. to hold it back or have a stay of execution or what have you. So, 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I, I guess there's a lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of teams you support to, to call. Sports yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I know some of it is appeals and stuff, but 20 years does seem like a long time to wait. Well, I'm sure it's been longer than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines. We got some good ones for you, so stay right there. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the Pajama Party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the Hit It and Quit It headlines. So let's hit them and quit them. All right. All right, okay. Kettle, you're up first. What you got? Finally got, some, finally got some good news. Rashida Jones, she is named president of MSNBC, becoming the first black leader of news networks. It takes so long. We wow. Um, Rashida Jones, Senior Vice President of NBC News and MSNBC, will become the first president of that. In doing so, she will become the first black leader, okay, of this network. Jones, who has been leading breaking news and major events, guided coverage of stories such as the pandemic and the President Donald Trump's impeachment, um, which didn't happen, but... Uh, while overseeing presidential debates and other major live programming. Uh, she succeeds Phil Griffin, um, who Griffin plans to leave MSNBC in early 2021. All right. Okay. Um, also said this year that, uh, that um, Conde said this year that he wants half of the company staff to be women and half of the people of color. Interesting. That's good to know. Okay. That's the uh, chairman, uh, Caesar Conde. Before joining Comcast on MSNBC, Jones was the news director for the um, NBC affiliate in Columbia, South Carolina. Also, uh, the Hampton University graduate also served as director of the live programming at the Weather Channel. Oh, okay. That's Byron Allen's uh, uh, station. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. Mhm. Jones is not to be confused with Rashida Jones, an actor and writer who appeared in shows such as Parks Recreation in the Office. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that myself. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, wait a minute, Quincy's daughter? Quincy Jones' daughter. I'm confused. Same name. Okay, different Rashida yeah. Jones. Interesting. I think yeah. it spelled the same also. <laughs> Yeah, you put up, the words right out of my head. As a matter of fact, if you pulled up on mm-hmm. Google, you'll get her first, Quincy Jones' daughter first. 
Mm-hmm. Right, but you probably have to put in the uh, MSNBC um, after behind mm-hmm. her, Rashida Jones, so it'll come up, yeah. So congrats okay. to her. That sounds good, yeah. Yay, Rashida. Mm-hmm. I know Do it, that's girl. Right. Do it. Okay, right. I got one. Ben and Jerry. Uh, Americans will soon be able to scream for ice cream and social justice because Ben and Jerry's is teaming up with Colin Kaepernick to debut a new ice cream flavor in honor of the former NFL player with his portion of the proceeds going to Know Your Rights Campaign, which is a, a nonprofit devoted to black and brown communities. This is going to be a non-dairy frozen dessert and the name of it is called Changed the World. World spelled W-H-I-R-L-E-D. Change the World. It will be sold nationwide beginning next year. And it features a caramel sunflower butter base with fudge chips, graham cracker, and chocolate cookie swirls. Hello, somebody. Like Kaepernick, the ice cream is vegan. Hey! So for all you vegans, you can get your uh-huh. eat on with Ben and Jerry's and support a good cause. So, you know, of course, of course, Ben and Jerry's considers themselves an aspiring social justice company. Uh, let's see. They're celebrating Kaepernick's courageous work to confront systemic oppression and to stop police violence against black and brown people. Black and brown. Hello. So shout out to Ben and Jerry and Kaepernick doing their thing. Mm-hmm. I would eat this. Mm-hmm. It sounds delicious to me. And the yeah, fact like that it's non-dairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the fact that it's non-dairy is good for not only vegans, but for people that are lactose intolerant. So just saying. Better go and get you some next year. All right. Change the world. All right. What you got, Papa Diddy? I got um, another nomination by um, possible nomination, so has to be confirmed. Uh, General Lloyd Austin, he's a defense secretary nominee. He brings a uh, deep combat experience and a connection with uh, Biden internally. Um, his name is General uh, Lloyd J. Austin the Third. He's retired from the Army about four years ago. He and Biden have uh, known each other for years, with uh, Austin deploying repeatedly in the war that uh, Biden voted for, authorized as a, as a senator, the Iraq War, and uh, he commanded troops in Iraq, in Iraq. And in 2008 and early 2009, him and uh, Joe Biden's son, Bo, was deployed on his, his staff. So they go back uh, quite a bit uh Joe Biden and his uh, General Austin. On Sunday, uh, Biden met with Austin to offer him the job as uh, Defense Secretary in his administration. But I know it's going to, it's, it's going to take on a lot of flack. A lot of people are not going to be with it. I mean, you understand, too, a lot of these centers, most of these Caucasian centers have been dealing with a, a, a pearly white uh, administration for the last four years. And now that Biden's coming up and bringing black people in left and right, I don't think they can handle it. You know what I mean? We, you know, white folks are just some strange characters. You know what I mean? They, they project an image on the outside, but inside they ask to be burning up, man, with different things. You would, you'd be surprised. I mean, I even know people in my job, white folks that don't even talk to me or speak to me because I got that look 
that shows I'm straight black. You know, mm-hmm. they'll speak to the other black men that are, you know, what I mean, on, on the fence kind of motherfuckers. You know, that got that look and then and then you know, and I fault the the black guys also that that want to socialize with their ass. They feel like they want to have something in common. They want to have that dry humor and stuff and whatever, whatever else will entertain white folks. But in my opinion, <laughs> I don't trust their ass because. I don't need no one to become bullshit. I'd rather do without it. You know what I mean? I don't need you in my life. You know, like my man said in Die Hard, I got enough friends. You know, it's just, you know, it's not, you know, to me it ain't my my cup of tea for people that always want to stay on the right side of white. And you can tell the ones that don't like you because whenever you say something, they automatically disagree. Even if you just, I told, we were talking about our medical plan on a job, and I just talked to the people at the medical department that, that I'm with, and they told me all this stuff, and I was talking about it on the job the next day. And this joker says to me, "Well, no, that's not that's not true." I'm like, "Motherfucker, I just spoke to the medical people yesterday, motherfucker. What the fuck? What else do I gotta do for your ass to agree with me? I just got done talking to a motherfucker 24 hours ago that told me factual shit. You know what I'm saying? I told you what you gotta do. I spoke to the whole staff. We're living for the city already. Yeah. Well, anyway. I spoke to the I spoke to the horse's mouth and they still didn't believe my ass. It, and that's the same thing with the Trump administration over the last four years. Everything has been the opposite, right? Yep. Anything you want, they do the and but when you roll like that, you are so easily to be manipulated. We could team up with them, we could act like we team we were just raised by good people that taught us honesty all our lives. And then sometimes that could be to a fault. And because white folks know how kind we are. They know how fucking kind we are. That's why they're able to manipulate us like they do. Anyway, but getting back to the brother here, um, General Lloyd Austin, I hope he gets, I hope he gets um, nominated. I hope they put the senators on the, on the on the right side. They're not too much for it because, like I said, and this is a dark-skinned brother, big dark-skinned brother. You know, they hate that shit. So, anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, you know, I think the big challenge was because he was retired, I'm like, what's the big deal? Yeah, like, yeah that was part um, of it. Is, yeah. is, is, is he rusty? Or, is he rusty or something? What, what's the deal? I, I just didn't get that. So they yeah. were making so a big deal out of nothing. There was something about um, I don't know much about military things, but there was something said about there needing to be some kind of exception made for him because he had been retired, and it's the same one that they made for General Maddox. When mm. he when Trump brought him in, yeah. you know, before Trump kicked him to the curb, but when he brought in Maddox, Maddox was in the same position, and they they being Congress, I guess, had to make this exception. <laughs> so everybody's saying, well, they make the same exception. It's the same situation. Yeah. Now if they don't do it for this brother, I'm crying racist. Well, plus Trump got out of being drafted because he had he had bone spurs in his feet or something. Yeah, he had bone spurs. Bone spurs in his feet, so he didn't get drafted during the time that the Vietnam War was going on, and he ended up being president, and he ended up being oh, the. Oh, he uh, had a mess. All right, he's so anyway, in command of the military. In command of the military, and he his father got him out of going to Vietnam or got him out of going to the military. So you know, whatever. This is all six I one half on the other. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, there all it right. is. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stay old, overheated. Anyway, we'll keep you posted on that whole situation mm-hmm. with General Lloyd Austin. Yeah, all right, are we gonna take a break mm-hmm. or are we gonna roll right into the cocktail? Well, I, I think our callers is waiting for this cocktail, so let's get into it. I'm ready. 
Okay. What you got for us, Kevin? <laughs> Cocktail? Say it, say it, Papa D. Cocktail of the week, 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 week. There it is. All what right. you got for us tonight, Kevin? It's, it's, it's uh, officially called the Philadelphia Fish House Punch, or you can call it the Philly Fish House Punch. We need some ice, right, of course. We need some ice. Uh, I don't agree on these measurements because it could be a little more for me, but three-fourths ounces of dark rum, three-fourths ounces of cognac, um, three-fourths mm. ounces of uh, peach brandy, a half an ounce of simple syrup. Everybody knows what that is. A quarter of an ounce of fresh lime juice. Has to be fresh. Also, a half an ounce of fresh lemon juice. Um, one lime slice and one machino cheddi. We're going to fill a cocktail shaker with ice. Add all of the remaining ingredients except the lime slice and cherry. We're going to shake it well. Strain it into an ice-filled rock glass. And we're going to garnish it with that lime slice and that maraschino cherry. Bam. That is your Philadelphia Fish House Punch. Right? Woo. That's a lot of stuff up in there. That's a strong-ass drink right there. Yeah. Well, it's a punch. I think That's I would like that. <laughs> oh, it's a punch. Okay. That's a punch that fights back. Like the uh, food on the... Uh, <laughs> On the commercial, the fight's back. <laughs> yes, exactly. That sounds like a punch that'll fight you back, but I like it. I got my ice now. I'm ready. I had to put some more ice in mine. That thing was kicking. Woo. Okay. Okay. Where are we? Oh, it's time for what's popping. You good? Are we going to okay, take, we're gonna take a quick break? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to take a quick break. All right. And we're coming back. With Papa Didi and uh, what did I just say? We're coming back with Papa Didi and what's popping on the other side of the break. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap up, of course. The Cocktail of the Week, and uh, the world-famous Kitchen List. And, of course, we can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 914-803-3306, or listen live at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Welcome back to the John Party. One who's Papa DJ here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It is now time for Papa Didi and what's popping. So, uh, Papa Didi, let me ask you, what's popping? <laughs> Can you give me a disclaimer, please? <laughs> oh boy, it's about to get wild. Let me give him a disclaimer on this one real quick, and then we're going to get into Papa Didi and what's popping. 
Warning, this program may cause provocative thoughts and laughter. Fighting the urge to call in may cause headaches, fever, stomach pains, erectile dysfunction, red eyes, runny nose, and sore throat. If any of these symptoms appear, call us immediately on 914-803-4306 and press 1. All right. That's your disclaimer. Go for it. Okay. What's popping, Papa Didi? You know, there's a real generation gap in the world today. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. If you had a nice prime age of, let's say, between 55 and 60, or something, well, I'll go back to the 50s. We'll throw 50s in the group. But the interesting thing about it is that when you're working with people that's in there, I won't talk. I won't pick on the forty-year-olds too tough, but the people in their thirties, dumb motherfuckers. Anyway, thirties <laughs> and immature forties. Let's put it like that. You ever notice in the job market that they swear that you're they're your equals? They swear that they live in the same life you live in. Now, if somebody at that age is listening and I'm talking about you, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, the one thing that I've learned in my life, being an older person, I'm not going to tell my age, none of your business. The one thing I learned in my life, for one, is to respect my elders, you know. That was just number one. And it had nothing to do with kissing their ass. You just respect the elders. You let them listen. You let them talk. If you heard it before, they said something that you knew, you just kind of understood it. Or you may talk about them later saying, yeah, you know, Grandpa always saying the same old thing, the same old thing. But you, you, let, you let them speak their peace. Because you respected your elders. But I find today that young people that are half of my age look at me and they act like or think they live in the same life I'm living. First of all, you couldn't even handle the fucking life I'm living. Because I make that shit look easy. But I'm looking at the stuff that they do and how they do it. Not just so much the job stuff, but just the way they live in their life. I see coworkers that got off work at 10 o'clock and their significant other have them sit out, sitting out on a damn step for 55 minutes. Don't come, don't come get them till five minutes to 11. I'm out there looking, saying, wow, and here's the person so goddamn tough in the office. I don't know, but her fucking husband don't pick her up for 55 goddamn minutes. And she's too embarrassed to sit in the office and wait. Go outside and wait. And the jerker came 55 minutes late to get your ass. Boy, that side piece had his ass on lock for real. Okay? Just as an example. But it's just amazing. I mean, that's just one little bullshit example. But I'm just saying that in the job market itself, just because you work with people every day does not mean you're equal. Just because you're making the same money they're making does not mean that you're their equal. They're old enough to be your parents. And some of them may be older than your parents. But you'll talk to them with such rudeness, disrespect, leave them shorthanded. You know what I mean? You you dog the hell out of them. And they're 62 and your mother and father's 59. Well. Okay? And you act like, oh, that's my, that's my co-worker. He ain't nobody or she ain't nobody or she old. She this, she that. Well, you know, in order to get old, you got to live long enough to get there. That's what age is about. You got you to gotta make it. Got to make it there. And next, I'm going to jump off of that for a minute. Let y'all marinate on that for a minute. 
Next, I want to talk about Federal Express. Okay. That's my people. Yeah, that's Red Wine's people. They're full of crap. Okay. <laughs> now here's the deal. My job sent me a phone, right? When I opened up the nicely arranged box that was in a nice hard cardboard box, the phone was crushed. Okay? Paperwork was crushed. The job even sent me a carrier to carry the phone in. Crushed. Everything was crushed. Now, I'm assuming that something happened along the way, but lo and behold, when I looked at the label, there was nothing on the label that said the carrier came from at all. It said Federal Express Repack Label. All right? You hear me? Federal Express Repack Label. Now, the box was fresh. The label was fresh. My question is, wait a minute. When I started thinking about it, and I called call the carrier and everything. They're sending me another phone, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But what I'm getting at, my speculation is to say that perhaps a big-ass box fell on my little box. Okay? Because it was supposed to be the next day. It got there like in three days, something like that. A big-ass box in that truck with everything going on over Christmas and whatever. Um, what's the people there? Uh, Amazon and all kind of people. Okay? A big-ass box fell on my little box with my phone in it and cr- crushed it. Now, Bird Express, we're going to put them on a the kissing list. Uh-uh. Now, what they should have did from the very beginning was sent my phone back to the carrier it came from. And confess that they fucked it up. But no, they take my phone back to Kevin in the packaging department of Federal Express. And Kevin, he's the expert of fixing up broken packages. This way they don't have to confess what happened. So they put it in a box and everything. And they got to use their label because most labels, when you get them, they're like really plastered to the, to the, uh, to the package. So you can't use them. You know what I mean? How they glued on there, what have you. Mm-hmm. So they put a Federal Express package on there. I didn't notice this till the very end when I looked at the label real good. And what gets me is the fact that you sent it to Kevin, the packaging guy, let him resend it to me. Now I'm supposed to open up this package and see all this stuff crashed up. And now they want me to blame T-Mobile or Verizon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hoping I don't see or thinking I'm not going to notice the label which was one of their labels, clear as a bell. <laughs> so what the whole moral of the story is the fact that Federal Express, you sorry motherfuckers, when you fuck up something, why don't you confess to the carrier what you did? Why would you try to repack it, send it to the customer, and throw the shit in their lap? That was crazy, okay? That was absolutely crazy. So as Christmas approaches and things approach, watch your packaging. Look at the label and make sure it came from who you got it from, HSN or whoever. But if you see on there a Frederick Express repack label, that means your shit got crushed. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there for now. (laughs) Woo! Now, I never look at those labels that that closely, but I will now. You don't expect it to. Oh, I'm going to be checking them now. Y'all check your labels. Make sure they didn't pull the okie doke on you. Drop serious mic. Bam. I tell you. Okay, Papa Diddy. You're going to have everybody investigating their packages now. That's what we should do. I agree. (laughs) Hey. 
So they just jacked that product off. Oh, that phone was crushed. Mm. Shame. Mm. And the phone carrier had no idea. Mm-hmm. All right, Tell. What? what what are we gonna do? That's why I'm lighting up. We're going to light it up, and we're going to go into the weird news. So, for the weird news tonight, I'm going to start first with some black vultures. And I am talking about actual vultures. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Flocks of black vultures are roosting on the roofs and in the trees in one Pennsylvania town causing damage to homes and property. And generally, they're just harassing the residents. But these birds are kind of big. They said some of them have a wingspan of up to five feet. That's a lot of birds. And these are vultures. I'd be totally freaked out. But it turns out that these vultures are protected under federal laws. So you can't go out there and do things to them. But they said, especially in the fall and winter, they roost together, and they like warm areas and dark roofs. So they peck on the rubber on the roofs and any kind of plastic things like your porch furniture or the garbage cans and things like that. So they're out there tearing up stuff, causing all kind of havoc. Uh, one of the homeowners located in Marietta, which is on the Susquehanna River, right outside of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, told a reporter that he had paid thousands of dollars to repair damages to his roof, and the birds just keep coming back, tearing it up all over again. So they say the best way to get rid of them is to harass them back. Now, who's going to go out there and harass a big black vulture with a wingspan of five feet? Are you serious? No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about harass them back. They're tripping. So they said what you could try to do is to hang things like taxidermy birds, you know, like stuffed birds or scarecrows or things like that that possibly try to scare them off. But those things can be expensive, and you have to have permission to display them. So they were saying you can complain about them and all of that, but this has been going on apparently for over 10 years. So I don't know what the solution is, but they got a black vulture problem up there. So they're just saying the birds keep gathering. Where is this again? This is in Marietta, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Hmm. All right. Well, I hope they uh, rectify their vulture problem. Man, that's, that's, that's crazy. I, I wonder why the vultures come around anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I thought vultures came around when there's something dead, but... Maybe this is a different variety of vulture. I don't know. Okay. All right. Look, if anybody knows, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press one if you know something um, about black vultures. All, all right. right. What you got, Kevin? Uh, uh, Pinbrook Pines. Sound like a mystery movie. Florida. <laughs> Police in South Florida descended on what they thought was an um, armed break-in at a men's clothing store. Uh, this was Tuesday morning after people were spotted storming in with rifles. But officers arrived to find a music video filming all with the store's owner's knowledge. The guns were not real, and the men holding uh, them were actors in the video. 
the music video was being filmed inside the men's clothing and accessory store with the, a film crew while the larger shopping center was closed. Um, the manager said the filming was supposed to um, take less than an hour. Yeah, okay. Uh, but a witness saw the events unfolding and not knowing it was um, staged, called police and authorities. Uh, the scene being filmed depicted two men with guns entering the store and demanding workers to put money in the bag. Uh, Pembroke Pines officials said the city had not given a permit for the filming, and the shopping center's management team said in a statement that it was also not aware of the video. Wow. Um, they kind of wow. they say we are extremely disappointed that our guests experience and peace of mind were compromised this morning, and unfortunately, proper protocol was not followed in this instance. Okay, all right, you got to get them permits, people. You want to do our music video or anything like That's that? That's crazy. <laughs> so the store people knew, trying... but nobody else around the store knew. Right. When you're doing something that, especially with guns or something like that, you better let authorities know. So I think we might have put them on the kisser list. <laughs> I think so. Where is this again? Pembroke what? Uh, Pembroke Pines, Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was the, uh, the filming crew. It doesn't say the name of them, but the filming crew. So okay, got they it. They weren't aware. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. What you got What's for us, Oh man, this I tell you, this story is uh, it's really deep. It's uh, it, it's the weird news, but it's it's, it's a crazy reality too. Um, this this happened in Mobile, Alabama, which is a, which is a, a not only a state but a city that when I'm going through there, I don't stop for shit. I make sure I get enough gas in Florida so my ass can go right through Alabama. Okay. Anyway, because we. The way it is down there, down south, it's Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, and then Louisiana. And they're all an hour apart when you're on Route 10. And I've drove to New Orleans a couple times, so I knew that area well. Anyway, now this is Mobile, Alabama, home of, uh, you know, all those jokers, you know, those yahoos, uh, Governor Wallace and the whole gang. Anyway, um, Sheriff's Christmas tree called Thug Shot. Was rubbing people the wrong way. Okay, Mobile, Alabama. Officials from an Alabama sheriff's department are being criticized for displaying a photo, a photo of uh, Christmas tree ornaments that they call thug shots of people that have been arrested. All right, now they ain't got nothing else to put on a goddamn tree. <laughs> All the minute. ornaments that you can. How many ornaments can you buy from Walmart? In fact, the shit's fifty percent off this time of year, probably. Okay, but no, they got thug shots of, of. Of people that's been of people arrested? Of been arrested and things like that. People that have wanted, people that got warrants on They got this big-ass Christmas tree with ornaments of, and it's probably mostly black people, probably damn near all black people, wow. on these on this tree, all right? So anyway, the Mobile County Sheriff, and this is real shit. This has got yesterday's date on it, okay? So if you think that racism is over, your ass is sadly mistaken, okay? I got news for you. Go to Mobile, Alabama, and you'll see it ain't. Anyway. The Mobile uh, County Sheriff's Office used its, here we go again, Facebook page, Uh okay? And this is why Facebook is a monopoly, because everybody uses them for everything, okay? Even a few people in this here DMV area that we have our studio in, 
a few clubs themselves. When they check your ID, you ever went to a club and they put your little ID in a little machine? Okay, now that's the owner of the club in conjunction with the police department to know just who came in there that night. And they usually bring the little machine out around 10 p.m. Me, myself, I refuse to put my license in there. I turn around and I leave. If that thing comes up, you don't need to... No, no, oh, hey, 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 what are we okay. being criticized here? I thought we were lighting it up, Papa, you... come on, man. Hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute okay. now, wait a minute now, hold up, this is all part of the story. Well, first of all, this all right, isn't a on. weird news anyway, this is a true statement of going on hanging Negroes from a Christmas tree, ain't nothing, that ain't weird, that's real. Okay, now I don't know how this slipped well, into, crazy. I don't know how this slipped into our weird news, which is supposed to be lighting up. But black folks hanging from a Christmas tree as ornaments, this ain't weird news. This is real. And I was only tying it into the AOL. I don't believe I got to explain what I'm saying here, but it tied into what we said about AOL earlier on how they're such a monopoly, okay? Facebook Be- and Facebook, all that. I mean, okay. yeah, fa- Facebook, because we give it all to them. But anyway, make a long story short, and I'll get off, get off my soapbox here since I'm being pushed out the door. Anyway, um... <laughs> They have what they call thug shots in the um, America Civil Civil Liberties Union of the NAACP and all them in on that, yada, yada, yada. That's all part of this story that y'all call in weird news. This one slipped in the wrong pile because this ain't weird news. So wait a minute. So the ACLU and the NAACP. We're fighting the fact that why would you put up a tree and hanging People's oh, pictures on the damn tree and calling them ornaments. Could they're not ornaments? And this ain't funny. This is not weird That's news crazy. to make you laugh. This is real shit that involves our people, and I really can't laugh at this story. That's just crazy. Anyway. So they're being so, criticized. Okay, so they're on. I'll be quiet. I'll save that. my comments for my second. Oh, wait a minute. That was the mobile 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 Alabama. Alabama. Sixty miles from Florida and sixty miles from okay. Mississippi. Yeah, I got them on the kiss it list for that. That's just being crazy, but okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. Where am I? Okay, we'll be back on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Pajama Party Late Night Adult Talk Show. We've added a new segment to the show called the Kiss It List. Every week, we put people on this list who have done dumb stuff or have been irritating or just gotten on out of your nerves. So we call them out and put them on the Kiss It List, and we tell you why. If you have somebody you want to add to our Kiss It List, hit us on Twitter at Party and use hashtag KissIt, and we'll add them to the list. If you prefer to email your contenders, send them to info at apajamaparty.com. We'll call them out every Friday night at the end of the show, so get those names in. Now, let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the show. But this DJ, would you mind turning it up a notch? Oh, how rude! Oh, you're on the Kiss It list. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we're going to go to um, Red Wine, but uh, I'm just saying. 
Okay, thank you so much. Uh, tonight, I'm just saying, uh, all of you who think you're adults, grow up. And this is based on a certain situation. So there was a viral video this week showing a Little League football coach smacking a player upside the head, not once but twice on the sidelines of the game, right? Now, this kid was on a team where all of the children were seven years old and younger. Now, this coach hit this kid not once but twice. The second time the coach hit the child, it was hard enough to knock him to the ground. Now, what amazed me was how all the adults that were out there stood there and did nothing. They said nothing. They did nothing. They watched this coach physically abuse this child. And this kid was not his child. Not that that made it right or any better. But this was not even his child. This is somebody else's child. And they didn't do anything. I don't understand that. I'm just saying, like, grow up, adults. When you see something like that go down, step up. This is a seven or six-year-old, eight, whatever child, eight-age uh, child. Step up. You know that line about if you see something, say something? Hello? This would have been a time to say something. How could you just stand there or see something like that and just act like, oh, well, I ain't getting involved? I, I don't understand. So I'm just saying, like, is everybody scared of this guy who's clearly a bully? If you're going to beat up on little kids like that, you obviously are a bully. But nobody checked this fool. Nobody. Now, I'm thinking that maybe the child's parents weren't there at the game. Because how could you have stayed on the bleachers if your child got popped twice by this guy and you didn't come on the field? All I know is I would have been down on the field. I would have been up in his stuff. There's no way you're going to hit my child, and I'm going to sit up in the bleachers and just say, oh, oh, well. Hell to the no. I don't understand it. I'm just saying, adults, grow up. What is your problem? Are y'all scared of this man? Now, this happened down in, um, where was this? It was down in Georgia. Um, But I'm just saying, still. And this was a black man. This coach was a black man. Now, all I know is, like I said, it wouldn't have happened on my watch. I'm not a fighter by nature. But if anybody comes for my kids, whether I gave birth to them or not, it's about to get live. I'm just saying, grow up. Handle situations like this. Now, this coach's name is Jarrell Williams. And, yes, he is on the kiss it list. And this happened in Savannah, Georgia. It was a championship game. I don't care if the kid was messing up, if he lost a play, whatever. That was no justification for this coach to hit this child like that. Mm. He hit him in the face, and then he hit him in the head, knocked him on the ground. What is your problem? Even LeBron James and Papa Didi's boy, Shannon Sharp, commented on the video. Shannon Sharp was like, don't let me have to come find That's you talking about this guy, Jarrell Williams, the coach. They were ready to light this brother up. And once it got out, you know, the video was seen by thousands of people. They were lighting this brother up on social media. 
called him everything but a child of God. So then Mr. Jarrell Williams comes back and apologizes on social media. He said, I was wrong. There's no excuse for my actions. He forgave me, talking about the child, and he said, the parents have forgiven me, so nobody else should be bashing me. Well, Jarrell, you lost your privilege about trying to control how you get bashed when you decided to bash a seven-year-old, you punk-ass Bama. Now, you would think the natural progression of events would have been the parents called somebody, got, uh, what's that brother, Crump? It was in defending folk that they would have run this dude out of town, tarred and feathered or something. But check this out. The parents decided, oh, no, we don't want to press charges. I was like, what the hell? This man just beat your child up, and you don't want to press any charges? I'm not going to speculate about what may be going on or may not be going on with the mother. I ain't even going to go there. No, I'm not going to go there. You think he? I'm thinking it, but I'm not gonna go there. I'm not, but I'm just saying it seems awfully suspicious. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, right when Jarrell Williams thought he was off the hook, the cops said, "No, you're not, cause we gonna press charges." That yeah. was straight up child abuse. So now the police are stepping up and acting like the adult in the room and saying, "You're not getting away with it that easy. Your little apology meant nothing." We are pressing charges for child abuse. The police said your actions were despicable, and they brought the case up despite the parents' decision to not press charges. Thank God for this time, thank God for the police stepping in and being responsible. That's all I'm saying. This is red wine, and I'm just saying grow up, adults. If you see something, at least in a situation like this, don't just say something, do something. Mm. How are you going to watch a child get beat up by a grown-ass man? And you're going to look the other. You know what? All right. I'm done. I said down south shit, man. I'm done. I can't believe that they people stood right there that day and watched this mm. man beat this child like that, punch this child. Mm. And they just stood there and acted like, oh, well. How, how old was the child again? Well, the team was seven and under. Wow. So this mm. child, at the most, was about seven years old. Mm. Mm. Sounds to me like uh, that. The coach was the, the, mm. the mother of the child's little side piece or something. Uh, I, I don't know what the problem was. Some, some shit was going on. I think somebody was fucking somebody. Anyway. Well, Jarrell Williams uh, is on the kiss it list. This punk self. You got a picture mm. of him? Mm. No, I don't. But I did see a video. I'm like, how dare you, black man? What's your problem? Mm-hmm. I think he got a Black target. children got enough to deal with. They don't need you beating that's them up. That's in the South, too. Isn't it crazy? It is I crazy. I guess that's why Harry wow. Tubman took people up north to be free. Exactly. Took them up okay. north to be Amen free. Amen to that. Amen. Get away from mm. All right, we're going to shift gears and go to Papa Didi and living for the city. What's happening in the city tonight, mm-hmm. Papa Didi? Well, um, oh, a few things. Um uh, you know, well, first of all, I want to—I just want to reiterate what we were saying earlier when um, when Kettle chimed in. You know, Kettle was only saying the fact that our segment of weird news is usually of laughter and all that jazz. But for some reason, one of our producers or one of our uh, people that cuts our stories put that story in with the sheriff, with the uh, 
sheriff and the thug shots on a tree, and we sure that mostly black folks hang on that damn tree. And I just didn't particularly find that funny, to be honest with you. And I didn't mean to get into my particular mode with that to mess up that segment. But uh, we can't laugh. We can't laugh at stuff like that. And that's just how that was. So no, we I took, got you on that. We threw that that, that piece of material and burned that shit in the fireplace here in the studio. <laughs> Anyway, because that All wasn't right. no weird news. That was bullshit. Right. Anyway, let's right. get back to the co-workers here. Now, they started something called a secret Santa. All right? Now, I think it's called... Anybody heard this before? If you on the line, you want to talk to us. It was called uh, uh, Elfter. Elf, Elfter. Elf, Elfter or something like that. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Now, when I was younger, secret Santa, you put names in a hat. You pick them and stuff, you know, and you... Say what you're gonna. Yeah, I've heard of that. Gonna, yeah, you say what you're gonna get the person and all, and you know you got a limit of how much you can spend: twenty-five dollars, ten dollars, five dollars. Now, like I said before, when I spoke on the younger people on the job, thinking they got some shit in common with you, I'm saying in the back of my mind, you know, why don't we just put a hat on the table, or a box, not a hat with COVID, no fucking hat, I guess, but uh, a box and put you know names in it and pick pick names for the for the for the uh, choose the names to give everybody a gift. Now, these jokers, young, dumb, full of you know what, they want to, you know, they want to go the electronic way. They want to, I guess maybe to make people that's in the maybe the 60s or whatever feel like they old as fuck or whatever. Anyway, they want to do it on the internet and they want to say, they say download the app and all this shit. And I'm saying, wait a minute, I don't even like you motherfuckers, okay? Why am I doing all this shit? Can we just put names in a fucking hat and let me just pick the names? Oh no, you gotta download the app. And when you, but then they look at you like, now nah, I know more about computers than people know. I don't even let in on it. You know what I mean? Eric, we all know our stuff. You know what I mean? That's like trying to. If I, if, if I'm sixty and I stop smoking weed, it don't mean that I didn't consume fucking weed in my life. You know what I mean? I just may not fuck with it now. But I was smoking weed before your ass was born. So you gonna tell me about motherfucking weed? I tell you, the two things have been in this world forever and will be here forever is drugs and homosexuality. That that that's they're here to stay. Accept that shit, okay? They've been here before you was born, so fuck you. Stop criticizing something that's been around forever. That's what way it is. So stop, you know. Anyway, Woo! now anyway, they want me to download this app, okay? And then when you do that, everybody's gonna be put into the app, and then you press the button. Come to find out now, we had to download this shit three times because people got other people's name. Some people pulled their, their own damn name. Okay, I said, wait a minute, what the fuck? That's me. <laughs> How am I pulling me? And then they had odd people in there. Usually when you're giving gifts as, as a secret Santa, you got an even number, right? Right. If one person giving to another person, shouldn't that be like two, four, six, eight, ten motherfuckers, now we can do this shit right now. Oh, we got 11 people. Okay, well, then that's why you one name fucking short. You know what I mean? So it was just crazy. Like I said, just reiterating what I said earlier on the lack of respect for your elders, it seemed like people of a younger nature, I'm not picking on y'all, but maybe I am, you always want to fuck with people that's older than you. I don't understand it. It's like you want to challenge our intellect. You want to challenge our ability. You want to challenge what we know. Because we don't know the latest song of uh, Drake or Jay-Z or Beyonce. What the hell? What does that mean? I'm off the radar of, of the, what do you call that? The uh, The latest culture. I'm not into 
you know, I'm not the culture wizard or I'm not the, what do you call it, pop culture. I'm not up on my pop culture. Or if I choose not to be on Facebook, you know, or if I choose not to have a whatever, the latest disc, or if I don't have an iPhone, I have an Android. Now I'm out of the loop because, oh, we got an Android. Oh, my God. You don't have a, you don't have an iPhone? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So it's just amazing. I mean, I'm going to leave it at that to say, Live and let live. You know what I mean? We all live in what we do. We do stuff based on what we can afford, you know, what we can handle. You know, God will give us no more than we can handle. So, therefore, why don't you just let everybody live in their own space? Let everybody serve their own maker and do their own thing. And stop thinking because you're 30 years younger than somebody, you got to lead on them. Please, I've seen motherfuckers. I can fuck around and steal his girl. He don't even realize it. He 30-year-old talking shit. He don't realize his girlfriend's throwing Google eyes at me like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? So I'm going to leave that alone. Leave it there. All right, Papa D.D. Anyway. And drop everything. Mm-hmm. Like the pencil, the papers, everything. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Have an old soul. Ooh. If you're a younger person, have an old soul. Have an old soul. You know, invest in your older people around you. Learn from them. Stop dogging them and kicking them around. Anyway. Can I chime in on that, Papa? Yeah, go on, go on. Good. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think the young folks, they don't even realize what they're doing because Mm. they are so used to the technology because that's the era that they grew up. We grew up in a different era. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to gravitate to what you know. All they know is computers. Um, They don't know anything about no rotary phone and, you know, certain things like that that we that we mm. used to have. They don't know anything about that. They weren't born. So. That's very true. That's I, very true. But I but will I, say this. I do, if you gonna mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if you're gonna pitch technology, pitch what works. Mm. Yeah. Don't yeah. come up with this untried, unproven stuff and then like Papa said, you gotta do something three times. Yeah. And we still don't have the names of who we picking for the Secret Santa. That's crazy. And I'm like, Well damn, the day is what? The damn left twelfth for the month? And we started shit back in November. That's and we ain't got crazy. the names yet. Oh, because wow. you wanna go on the internet, download an app when you could have just put some names in a goddamn hat. But no, like you <laughs> yeah. said sometimes like you said, Kettle, they don't even know to pass around the hat to do something yeah. simple. And it's not, and like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking on all young mm-hmm. people. Some young, some young people out here are beautiful. They have old souls. They have listened to their parents. They have listened to their mm-hmm. uncles, their aunts, and, and everybody else. And they've learned the aspect and to see where older people are coming from. But some of them look right. at older people like we're we're the rocks that they step on when they cross the damn creek, while they step on our heads right. and our backs, you know. And the sad part about it too is that. When there's snow on the ground, you ever look outside and everybody out there shoveling got some gray in their goddamn beard. I'm like, where the fuck are the 30 and 40 year olds? When I'm looking at five when neighbors shoveling their shit and everybody got snow on the top or a gray beard or gray hair, and I'm like, what the hell? Why are we all 56 years old out here snow shoveling yeah. this goddamn snow? Well, I will tell you this from from someone who does programming. Some things when it comes to office automation. There are some things that even though the process can be automated, doesn't mean it should be. There are some things mm-hmm. that it's, it's simpler 
to just leave it as a manual process. Mm. You know, it's like mm. if all I have to do is pick yeah. up a phone and call you and say yes. Yeah. Sometimes that's easier than writing a program that I have to log in, type something, route it to you for you to then log in to look at my response to see that I said yes. Yeah. It's easier to just pick up the phone and say, yeah, I'm good with that, yes, yeah. and it's over. Yeah. So sometimes we get overboard with the technology. And, you know, one more thing, and I'll, I'll let you go. Mm-hmm. Kelly, Kelly, have to do your thing. I noticed, too, that as I, in my career on the job, I'm teaching people now. And I notice when I'm teaching them, I'm teaching them, you know, what I call the long cut. And they all want to do the short cut. I call it the long cut because I want them to learn how the to do it. Well, that's what they, that's my nickname on the job, <laughs> long cut, because I'm doing everything the, the way it's supposed to be done from the beginning. Okay. Yes, but they want to do the short cut. Now, but here's the deal, though. What gets me is that when I'm teaching you, all I'm teaching you is historian stuff that was taught to me that, that works, that our bosses accept. <laughs> I'm just teaching you what's accepted when you turn your work in. Now, what pisses me off is when I'm teaching people and I may do something on a computer and a person that may be more, like you said, Kettle, they may be into the technology or they may be more computer-oriented than me, they say, you know, hey, look, let me take some here. Instead of you doing it that way, you know, you can do it this way. First of all, I did not ask you how the fuck to do it. When you in this chair by yourself and I ain't teaching you, you can do it any way you fucking want to do it. You can do it your own way. But now that I'm teaching you, learn what I'm doing. You can put a little note on the side saying, oh, I will not do that like this when I'm working. You know, do all those notes on the side. But don't tell a person that's teaching you what they could, especially if they're about to retire. Because they don't give a fuck, okay, what they don't understand. <laughs> they don't understand. If I'm retiring in six months, I can give a damn about your 30-year ass having time on this joint because I'm gone. But you tell me, like, you know what? But they, but some people don't realize that some stuff, like 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 Red Wine just said, some stuff that they may be that may they may think is technical could take longer. Actually, if I'm hitting this here knob and sending out that email to certain people by hitting, I hit it every night. So you know, the computer has its own memory. You hit an A, and the people you may, if I send it to somebody named Albert every night, as soon as I hit A. On the, on the email system, Albert's going to show up. But they say, well, you can put all those names in a box, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, fuck you in your box, okay? I hit A and I get Albert and I send it off. Don't tell me what to do. I'm teaching you. Learn the shit I learned because I've survived this shit for 30 years. You're just getting here. So shut the fuck right. up and listen. Anyway, I'm getting off this soapbox. Okay. Anyway, and I'm sober, by the way. Haven't had a drink Uh-oh. all night. Watch out now. Anyway. <laughs> We're in trouble if he opens one. All right, Kelly. But anyway, uh, we're going to take a CC. You want to go right into uh, Hollywood? You want to take a break? Uh, I, I need to take a CC break. I need to take a shot of something right now. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. All right. All right. Everybody get a break. shot glass. We'll come back with the uh, Hollywood wrap-up. Wait, i got to make sure everybody has so, their shot glasses. Get your ice. Everybody got that? Okay, you stirring ice. Yeah, I got ice. I got my brown liquor. Mm-hmm. I won't see what kind of ain't trying to advertise it as ain't paying us nothing. Okay. All right, everybody got their shot glass? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a shot over the break, and we're coming back with Kettle and the Hollywood Entertainment Wrap-Up. Be back on the other side of the break. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. 
And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your host, Papa D.W. Kettle. Hello. Hello. And red wine. Okay. It's red wine. It's red wine. Fired up. Fired up. I refilled my glass. I'm feeling good. I got me some nice cognac on a chill here. Some fresh ice. Oh, yeah. Put a fresh uh, water filter in the refrigerator. It's time for the Hollywood Wrap Up Entertainment Report. Let's go to Kettle. Hollywood. Anyway, all right. What's up in Hollywood? That gets me in the gear. Grammy president apologizes after Tiffany Haddish says she turned down hosting the pre-show after being told she wasn't going to get paid. Yep. What? During an interview with Variety, the Girls Trip star also said that her hair and makeup expenses would not be covered either. All of that would have <clears> to <throat> come out of her own pocket. Say what? The what was the point? Let me get through that article. I'm just sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. is amazing, but I think she said I think I have enough. Haddish is nominated mm. for her second Grammy this year for her best comedy album. And she goes on to say, she says, I don't know if this might mean I might not be nominated ever again. <laughs> but I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> she later added, uh, this is something that needs to be addressed. How many other people have, um, they have done, um, you know, done the same thing. Um, but later in the video post on Instagram, the Academy's intern, President Harvey Mason Jr. apologized to Hattie saying that the author was disrespectful. He goes on to say, it's just been brought to my attention that the Recording Academy invited Tiffany Haddish to host uh, for this year's premiere ceremony. Unfortunately, and without me knowing, the talent booker working for the Academy told Ms. Haddish that we wouldn't even cover her cost while she hosted the event. I'm like, okay. Um, also, um, he said to me this was wrong. He was, he was frustrated by the decision. Um, it was a lapse in judgment, and it was in poor taste and disrespectful. This is, you know, what the president said. Um, also, yeah, this totally. is just the latest, right? This is the latest controversy that hit the um, Grammy Awards um, earlier this month. You know, they um, they shut out the weekend. His nominations, he got no nominations. Um, mm. He became the first artist to top all five of Billboard's top charts with his album After Hours. Um, so he was he was kind of upset that he was snubbed. So um, rapper Drake he he kind of got in on it. He agreed with many critics saying that 
there is a quote-unquote disconnect between impactful music and these awards. He said, and it was time to start something new. All right. Okay. So people mm. started to think out about it. Um, there you so go. 60, yeah, the 63rd Grammy Awards the ceremony is going to be held on January 31st, and, and they are going to air live on CBS. Um, in mm. other news, Ellen DeGeneres, she has um, tested positive for COVID-19. She goes Ooh. on her Twitter page. She says, hi, everyone. Um, I want to let you know that I've tested positive for COVID-19. Fortunately, I'm feeling, she says she's feeling fine. Um, and anyone who came in close contact with her, they've been notified and everything. She's doing the CDC guidelines and everything. So, um, you know, she says she's doing well. Um, the Ellen DeGeneres show halted production during the height of the coronavirus pandemic. And um, they won't come back until um, the first of the year. Um, they're going to come back. So they were um, in the audience. Limited people were there with masks and everything. But they said they just want to stop, um, you know, production right now to after January. Okay. Um, also, some sad news. Tommy Tiny Lister who played Debo in the Friday, he died. Um, I believe it had to do with um, uh, it was uh, COVID-related, they said. Um, he had that earlier this year. So um, he's a former professional wrestler who was known for his bullying Debo character in the Friday film. Um, he died in yeah. 62. Um, his manager said he was found... Yeah, he was a good actor. He was found unconscious in his home. And Mer- huh? I was telling Papa Didi who that is. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, um, good. His uh, manager, Cindy Cowan, um, said he was found um, unconscious in his home in Marina Del Rey, California, on Thursday. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Hmm, sorry to hear that. The cause of death, they said, was not released yet, but he did have COVID earlier that year, uh, this year. Uh, he was a gentle giant. He had a smile yeah. as broad as you could imagine, and he's truly going to be missed. Um, he was a professional wrestler. He was 6'5", broad shoulders, and 275. Um, his yeah. earlier roles included HBO football series, First and Ten, um, Beverly Hills Cop 2, um, No Holds Bar. And, uh, yep, they said he was, he was blind in one eye. He was blind in one eye since birth. He wrestled um, Hogan in the World Wrestling Federation, an actual match, after the No Halls Bar film release. So he's, he's been in a whole lot of things. So he will truly be missed. Um, a few people uh, had a few things to say about him. Um, one of the nicest bullies we've come across. Rest in peace, Debo. San Francisco 49ers said on a, a tweet about him. So, yeah. Also in Hollywood news, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is starting a tequila business. He says, I'm learning on the go. In March, oh. when the COVID pandemic first began, Dwayne Rock Johnson was getting ready to launch his tequila brand. Um, during the lockdowns in the spring, off. Premise liquor sales rose 34.1% with more people drinking at home rather than in bars, of course. <laughs> um, I know that's right. You have your own supply. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he said he was he was thinking about doing this a couple of years ago, but he wanted to do it at the right time. Um, he made $87.5 million this year, so he said, I guess this is the right time. Oh, um, damn. He's into acting, wrestling. He also has a line so of Under you. Armour exercise gear. So that's why he's making all that money. Did you hear what I said? Mm. Oh, that yeah. wasn't all from the tequila. No, he, no, uh, no, 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 no. No, oh, acting, okay. wrestling, and yeah. he has an Under Armour oh, okay. line. Exercise gear. Endorsements right. and everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, oh, he's sure, doing well. sure. The name of the right, well. name of the killer. Oh. The name of the killer is Trevor Man. Tremana. Trevor Man. It's Tremana. It says Tremana. Mm-hmm. Terramana. That's what it is. T e r e m a n a. Terramana. It's a, a little um, city. Okay. Uh, in Mexico City, um, that produces um, the tequila. Um, but of course, that's where all the tequila comes from. Right. Well, they sold 175,000 cases last year, so I guess mm. he wanted to, um, you know, get into that business. His tequila sells between $30 and $33. The company is yeah, expected a- to ship 400,000 cases. <laughs> Um, you know, so they can sell here. Um, George Clooney, you know, he used to own a tequila uh, company, and uh, he sold it for one billion dollars. So tequila. Well, is Kettle, big, big. Can, can we get some of this Terra Mana to uh, sample for the cocktail of the week next year? Uh, we should. They should have it in. It says four hundred thousand cases in March. So I guess okay. they. Uh, I guess they gonna wait to That's distribute. I guess you know. All right. All right. That's my Hollywood wrap up. Okay. Ooh, that was a good one. Mm. I feel like I know what's going on now. Wow. The Rock, that's Ooh. my main man. I'm trying to get some of this tequila, man. I'm looking good. Remember, went to that show. Uh, he went to that show of uh, some guys uh, the race cars and stuff. Remember Ben Diesel? Ben Diesel? Yeah, the one that uh, him and Rock wasn't getting along. Oh. Anyway, he went on that set there, and Ben Diesel was the hero man there. When Rock showed up, man, nobody gave a damn about him anymore. Oh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah, yeah. He did a couple He did a couple of things from Fast and Furious. And when the Rock showed up on that set, Ben Diesel was all pissed off because the whole cast and everybody gyrated to, you know, the Rock. And yeah, Ben Diesel was the guy with ben the Diesel. muscles and everything. So he had the muscles, but shit, up against the rock, please. You ain't got shit. Ben Diesel became a has been once the yeah, rock once walked the rock on showed him. up. Shit. Woo, talk to me, rock. Oh, ben Diesel has a twin. Does, yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah he has a twin. Yeah, he sure does. Identical? And his father's Af- uh, yeah, his father's African-American. I think his mother is um, Get out of here. Ain't that yep. something? Wow. He's with us. Who knew? Yep, he's with us. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Well, you he's know, but see, like one, one thing about people that are interracial, they, they choose mm-hmm. one side at the wow. You know what I mean? That That's one thing they have to do is they have to choose. Well, Tiger Woods is the only thing. You know what? I, I say it's half and half because sometimes people assume that's what you are, that you are white. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't yeah. ask questions. Right, right. Sometimes I guess, they just assume. Yeah, I guess yeah. sometimes... I guess sometimes people choose a side that they that they think is more 
uh, apropos to what they're projecting, you know. And, but Tiger Woods, he's still on the fence. I mean, people call him black a lot. But, <laughs> How do you, you know. call out Tiger? No, that's my main man. I ain't calling him out. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, we're going to go. Let's you tell go, us about the kissing list. Yeah, let's go to the kissing list. It's a list of people yep. we put together that, that showed their butt hiney over the last week or so. And we put them on the list, and we have a song for them at the end. First thing I want to put on the list is uh, the Mobile, Alabama police for having the audacity and the nerve to hang a tree the in the the city and put people's pictures on the tree. And I understand. Unmitigated goal. Right. Now, if these people have not been to trial... They're innocent until proven guilty. That's right. But you're going to just hang my picture because you alleged that I stole an apple from that grocery store when I didn't. I stole an orange, actually. And the bitch was blind <laughs> at the register. Didn't see what it was. But there were no <laughs> witnesses. <laughs> but you're going to put me on your Anyway, first of all, Mobile Police Department. Yeah, that's some bull. Uh, Facebook for their dominance and everybody who's affiliated with Facebook. All these different clubs that are taking your license and putting in a little machine, and they turn they keep a copy of their stuff, but they also turn that stuff into the police. Especially if they have police bouncers in uniform, they may give a copy of that sheet of everybody that they tagged that night to the police, and the police take it to the station and they make it part of what they call their database. Uh-huh. So you may have just went there with your woman or your man just to chill out and sit down and eat. And all of a sudden, your ass is down at the police station, hanging on the fucking wall as being one of the people that frequent Trying this place. Trying to explain place. where you were. And one of the places the they do, of... they, if you ever in the in the Prince George County area, the place that uh, oh, what's the name of that place? Jasper's. Jasper's. Jasper's, which is in Prince George County. It's in a town called uh, what do you call that uh, town? Landover. Landover, Maryland, a club. I'm put them on blast. Jasper's. Land of a Merlin, when you come there after 10 o'clock, they swipe your ID through some shit, and they take your information. If you ever go in a club, and they want to put your ID card in a machine, don't do it. Anyway, uh, getting back to the kissing list, we have... Uh, uh, Let's see, you said FedEx? FedEx, yes, for crushing FedEx. my shit. Uh, also, I'd like to add all the Republicans that signed that document to kiss Trump's ass, basically. Mm-hmm. Sign up to say we support the overturning the election. That bullcrap. And Trump is getting contributions from his supporters. He is up to $300 million yeah. that his supporters sent him for the overturn of the election, and he's just pocketing that money. He's a slick ass. Okay? Uh, also, Jarrell Williams, that punk coach that punched that child. Punched the child. I think he was fucking the Put mother. him on there. Anyway. Um, uh, I'm adding the Grammys for being too cheap to pay... Uh, Tiffany or mm-hmm. whoever, you know, you need to put, put put money behind folks. Don't just ask people to do all this stuff. You know, our coworkers for not putting a name in a hat, wanting to do pull up a damn website and all this shit. And, uh, the yeah, you doing too much pull up for a simple thing. For a simple thing, exactly. Uh, who else? Cattle? Did we have? Oh yeah, Pembroke Pines, Florida. The filming mm-hmm. crew for not mm-hmm. notifying. The people around them yep. that they were going to do a, vi- a music video with guns mm, and whatnot, gun freaking room. out everybody. Mm. They freaked out everybody. Mm. Uh, we got Donald Trump, but still not wanting to accept the reality of the fact that you lost. You lost, man. Get out. You lost. Go wherever you're going, but you got to go. Get on your white pony and ride off into the sunset. Ride the white pony. All right. Um, wow. Who else we got here? Do you have anybody uh, else? Uh, looks like uh, I'm sure there's it. more 
but I just can't think of them. Yeah. All right. Anybody else, Cattle? Nope, that's enough. I had enough. And my coworkers, the Elfter. Put my coworkers on the list for doing that Elfter thing. It's called. I think it's called Elfter. Crazy app. How doesn't work? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Anybody who (laughs) recommends an app that doesn't work, you're on the Kiss It list. All right. We have something for everybody on this week's Kiss It list. Here's my empire. My ass. You can All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. I love that song. You can kiss my hey. country ass. I said if you, you got, got a problem with any of that, you can kiss <laughs> my natural born redneck to the bone. Ever loving country Dedicated to everybody this week that's fucked up, done some dumb shit. That's for you. That is for you. You feed me, feed me, feed me. Anyway, y'all done had too much of that punk. Feed me, feed me, feed me. That's that Philly Fish House punch. Philly Fish House punch. Tons of rum, tons of cognac, and no fucking taste. Also, on a last note, I just wanted to pop a DD. We had breaking news that we wanted to share that the U.S. has approved the COVID-19 vaccine. Mm. So they say that within the next few days, probably by Monday, Ship it out. they will start vaccinating whoever mm. they've decided, you know, that's going to get it first. Um, so you can look on the news. I'm sure it'll be all over the news. Yeah. But just to let you know, it's people. about to go down. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, we're up to the last word. You know, I, I just I hope yeah. that I hope that, that I hope that this uh, that the vaccine saves people. I lost my mother in April of COVID, middle of April last year, this year, and uh, I hope that it saves somebody. I, I wish she could have been saved in time, but that's not the reality of it. But I hope that the vaccine is real. I hope they distribute it without. You know, without prejudice. You know, just just give it to people. Just shoot them in the arm. Don't even worry about it. You know, I just hope everybody can stay safe. I hope that 2021 can be a year that's a little more positive and that we're able to get back to what we call normal. God bless everybody. All right. And this is Red Wine. And my last word is, you know, 2020 has been a heck of a year. But if you're hearing this, you survived it. So thank God for that. 
It wasn't all bad. It was rough, but it wasn't all bad. So, wear your mask, social yes. distance, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Do what they're asking us to do, and exactly. we can get past this thing. But as long as people rebel and decide they're going to do what the freak they want and to do, do the opposite. these numbers are going to keep going up, and the, the governors and the mayors are going to keep shutting things down, and we're going to end up in this never-ending cycle. So let's all work together so we can get past this. That's my last word. What's your last word, Kettle? Uh, my last word, I, I did want to uh, say a, a, a note on the um, Hollywood thing. I, I did a little research, and they are paid a minimum of 15000 But that's not enough for makeup or nothing. Shit, what kind of money is that? For, uh, what do you mean, as far as the host, the Grammy host? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. So, wow. yeah, their minimum of 15000 but that's a joke anyway. Um, you know, their biggest thing is the exposure and, you know, yeah. whatever. yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, my last word is uh, hmm, keep moving forward. Um, I just think sometimes we get stagnant, and especially because of this pandemic, a lot of people have either lost their job or um, just don't know how to move forward. And I think that's a, that's a big thing. We need to continue to move forward. And sometimes you just have to reinvent yourself. Um, yes, these masks and things are a big deal. But this is a this is a big business, lucrative business right now. So, um, you know, if you were used to sewing for something else, um, sew for some masks now. I mean, that's that's a source of income. Um, so, just keep moving forward, and just might have to switch up and do something different. But uh, please, everybody, stay safe. And if you don't need to be out there, don't be out there. You know, just. Be safe. That's my last word. Yeah. Chill out. Stop thinking you missed something. Mm-hmm. You missed it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that FOMO. Fear of missing out. F-O-M-O. You're not missing anything. Chill out. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of the Pajama Party Show. We want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you to our callers. Thank you to our listeners. And thank you to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. Thank you so much for putting up with us and paying the bills and keeping us doing what we love to do. We'll be back again next Friday night, which is uh, Christmas. No, not yet. Yeah, we not will. Yet. We will have a show. Slow oh, down. Well. Not yet. Oh, not that's yet, not yet. Next week is not oh, two weeks Christmas. away. Slow down, weird one. Yeah, oh, did I jump the gun? Yeah, you did. Girl. Oh, okay. Too much punch. CP time. There you go. All right. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kettle. Good night. And bonsoir. Until next Friday. I remember All over again. We're out. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatetti, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. 
Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Gabi ko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Put some hot clay. Put some hot clay. Party cool, keep it real for you.